Back to Game Dev's Quest. You're what? <laughs> you say something to me? <laughs> I said, "Oh boy, here we are again." Oh. Game Dev's Quest. Your once weekly podcast where we fill you in on our our little weeks worth of questing uh, towards Game Dev. Yeah. Um. Who are you? You know. Hey, we can do it. You can too. I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. And uh, we welcome you to this third part uh, podcast here. So uh, hopefully you guys are still with us. If not, hey, we'll still be here another time. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Let's let's jump right in, bro. All right, let's get it done. Hammer it out. 20 minutes. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, so uh, next week, uh, Taylor is taking some time. I'm going to take some time. And... We're going to spend a couple days, or at least one day, day and a half, uh, two days, jamming. three and a half days. I don't know. We got a lot of time next week, and we're going to Game Jam. That is correct, yeah. We're going to hammer out a game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I should have looked more into this, but uh, I was kind of talking to you like, I don't know how the spirit of Game Jam is, but like, so with a Game Jam, do you like plan it, implement it? You know, do all that stuff I th- within the span of your game jam? Yeah. Or can you, like, plan beforehand? I think the way that it typically works is you are, like, you hear about a game jam happening at a certain time. Whether or not that's, like, um, you know, a, a phys- going to a physical location that you go to and do the game jam, or it's just, like, an online thing. Um, and then once you're, once it's time they reveal to you like a topic and that's what you work on. Um, I had found the climate game jam, which I thought would be appropriate to do just because it's happening when we're actually doing our first game jam. Oh, Um, really? Yeah. It's called new event, uh, Arctic climate game jam, April 21st through 30th, 2017. So, I didn't read like a whole lot about it, but I assume that it's going to be about like climate change or polar regions or something along those lines. You know, your game is themed in like Antarctica or something uh, or takes place there. Um, But I thought we should do that just because, I mean, there might be other ones going on. I know uh, Ludum Dare or however you say that is going on this weekend, but uh Oh, okay. But since we plan for next Thursday, Friday-ish, that fits into this one. So I figure we do this, but we can always change that if you wanted. I don't mind. Um, but I think that sounds like a lot of fun. I think the idea is that it's all self-contained. Like we might have this idea that the, that it's themed as like Arctic climate, but mm-hmm. we don't actually like brainstorm, and we don't actually, you know, do any work on it until until we're like. All right, we're doing the game jam. Go, you know? Okay. No, that's cool with me. I prefer that. It's uh, kind of like uh, NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month. Like, people plan ahead of time, like, what they're going to write about so that they can meet their goal of 50,000 words in one month. And uh, that, like, goes against the spirit of NaNoWriMo. Like, you're, you're supposed to 
have all of your stuff only within that first month, you know, right. or within that month. So like you do your planning, like maybe day one, and then you start hammering out words and writing, you know? So, yeah. Um, well, here's cool. I'm like, I'm totally down for that. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Um, my, my take on this, um, well, so I, I took, uh, I took next Thursday off from work. Um, and I usually have Fridays off as well. So my thought is that we'll do like as much as we can on Thursday. And then maybe if we feel like we need to do it on Friday, we could like structure it a bit more. Um, but I also like, don't want this to be a burden on our families really either. Um, right. So I figure we do like a full work day or something on Thursday. Yeah, that's cool. And then see how it goes, you know, like take a break for lunch, take a break for dinner, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if we need to, obviously our spouses will want to hang out or whatever. So take a break, whatever, but do as much as we can on Thursday. And then, um, Friday, maybe, I mean, I still want to do a podcast next Friday if, if you want to. Um, but, uh, Yeah, I'm excited about this. I think we're really going to be thrown in the deep end here. Cause That's all right. I, I, I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be our first like litmus test after having done this for, you know, two months or whatever. So yeah, it'll, I can agree. It'll really show us what we don't actually know. <laughs> Which is totally fine. Yeah. I think it would just be fun to get something and you know, we'll just keep our ideas small so that we can get them done in a day. Right. And, uh, just have a fun little thing that we can like show our friends and stuff like, yeah. and post on Twitter yeah, for sure. For our friends who listen. Yep. <laughs> That's you listeners. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about it. I don't know. I'm like, part of me is kind of nervous, you know, cause <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, sometimes I feel kind of like useless, but I don't know. I'm feeling pretty empowered after Rollerball, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, and that's my thought, too, is that um, we kind of use those tutorials as like a springboard to actually use Unity for our game jam um, and get more into into Unity itself. Um, so I hope that's okay with you, but I, I kind of want to try Unity. That's Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. Um, the other The other thought I had with this was... I thought it'd be pretty cool if we just live streamed the whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm down. I don't know if we have anybody join us and that's okay. I just think it'd be kind of cool. Um, if somebody wants to pop in and see what we're doing, see our progress, if we are floundering or whatever. Um, so one of my goals this week is to get Twitch installed and working on, on my computer and, uh, set up a game devs quest channel that we can use. Um, and like I mentioned before, I think it'd be cool if both of us had it going at the same time, because, um, right now we're kind of functioning as one brain, but I think since we're going to be on a limited time, we're going to need to utilize both of us at the same time, you know, like have you do something and I do something, um, and bring it all together. So I'm excited. It's going to be cool. Yeah, me too. So I'm glad we've committed to that. Hey, we invite anybody who uh, is interested to, 
you know, check it out. You can see w what it's all about when we stream. Or if you're already a game developer and into that sort of thing, try it yourself. And uh, we'll be right alongside you doing our thing. And, uh, you know, we'll keep a, the conversation alive on Twitter during that day. Uh, you guys can feel free to chime in and <clears throat> and uh, show us your progress and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And um, maybe we could have an, a little show and tell and stuff afterwards, you know uh on twitter so yeah well that might be fun that'll be like the only way people actually know since we won't get this episode out before then but uh we'll uh we'll tweet it out maybe post it on reddit see if we can get a couple of you guys interested if not that's cool right and um obviously since this episode's coming out weeks after the game jan we just like to congratulate ourselves for putting in a good effort and uh anybody else <laughs> <laughs> who might have too <laughs> it's like i call i'm like I feel sick. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> nope. It's already set in stone, Too bro. bad we're doing it. Um, cool. Something else that happened this week that really took up a lot of my time um, was just Twitter, man. This was a big week. Yeah. <laughs> How did we not talk about this in one of the other two episodes yet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big shout out to everybody who follows us on Twitter and has been listening to the podcast and everything. Uh, we crested 100 uh, followers on Twitter, which is really great. Um, I mean, I know that's kind of small time stuff, but uh, um, we really love uh, having people, you know, get involved on Twitter and and we love seeing what everybody's working on and doing that. So, uh, of course, we're following along with a lot of people, too. But um, thanks for, you know keeping with us, sticking with us on the podcast and all that sort of thing. Um, and uh, this is be the, I think this will be the first time I've asked this on the podcast, but I think I'm going to do it right now. If you're have been enjoying the podcast and you're enjoying what we're doing on social media, uh, take a little bit of time and go on iTunes or whichever platform you download podcasts from and leave a little uh, review and rating. Uh, I hate asking that. <laughs> like, I feel like a whore when I do it, but uh <laughs> Shoot, dude, this is episode 13. I haven't asked yet, I don't think, so. Yeah, I was um, actually thinking about that, too, because every once in a while on, like, uh, game devs like you or Game Keto, Chris Delion will be like, hey, you know, it really helps out if you yeah. leave a review. Um, well, it's, and it's the currency of podcasters. Like, uh, if you enjoy what we're doing and you think, like, your friends or whoever might enjoy it, like, you know, spread the word, but leave a review um, that helps our visibility on all these platforms as well. Yeah. You know, like if somebody's looking for some game dev stuff, especially like, you know, if they're like beginners game development podcast, like, and there's somebody that has even one more rating than us, like they might not see us. And uh, that's totally cool if that other podcast is better, which it probably is. <laughs> uh, but if you guys are enjoying it, like, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's, uh, just it's it's the currency of the podcast world and uh you know we'll do just fine without ratings and reviews we'll keep doing it no matter what but uh you know tell us what you think about it if you're really into it yeah. uh, it only takes a second even and you can do it on whichever platform you prefer google itunes um we're not on stitcher we should be but uh yeah we'll, we'll leave that up to you guys so yeah, even uh, if it's appreciate a, it. thank you so much even if it's a negative negative review like i don't mind like i want to hear what you guys think um a lot of this, yeah. a lot of this podcast is for me and Rhett. Like we're doing this for us um, to to keep us accountable, to chronicle what we're doing, so we can come back and listen to this and be like, oh yeah, remember that in like 
you know, May of 2017 when we were like, or March of 2017, when we were just starting or whatever. Um, but we also want this podcast to be about getting people excited about game development, um, you know, getting people going, starting a community. Um, even if it's just showing people like, you know, game development is hard, but if you just stick with it, you can do it. You know, we want people to succeed. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Um, so let us know what you um, think. If we're not doing a good job, if we're not talking about game dev enough, if our episodes are too long, there's anything or, that you think we can improve on. Yeah, for sure. Know? The episodes are too long. You talk too much about Star Wars, <laughs> uh, which is probably true, but it's okay. Well, did you see that new Star Wars? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, we had, uh, it was kind of crazy. We hit a hundred followers, um, like two or three days ago. And then Rhett posted, uh, or tweeted out to, um, Ben Tristan, I think is his name. Tristan with an A. Tristan, uh, who is the, one of the instructors. instructors on the Udemy course that we purchased, um, cause it was on sale. And it was really cool. He retweeted us like in the middle of the night because he's in London, I think, uh, or in the UK. Yeah. And uh, he tweeted us back. And then I woke up that morning and we had 14 more followers. And like, yeah, that was just really cool. I mean, I, I'm sure that of the 127 followers we have that like probably a good 60% are just bots. <laughs> but uh just getting any kind of feedback or getting somebody anybody following us to get us out there just feels really good and it was cool like that he i don't remember the exact tweet that he said but he like used our name he was like uh you know like i'm glad to see (laughs) that like we're helping influence somebody's game devs quest or whatever i was like dang like that's so cool you know and i talked about this with rb whitaker too like just feeling that level of connection is just really cool and it's inspiring. It makes you want to keep doing this, you know? So, and plus like showing him that people are excited about his work. I mean, it probably feels good. Even if he gets it all the time, it probably feels good to him too, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, so, and we love being involved on social media. Like we've been talking about for several minutes now. So like, seriously hit it, hit us. If you have any questions or like, you know, we can, we'll talk about anything. We don't give a shit. You've heard us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, And, uh, and we love getting involved. Uh, We love like looking at people's work on Twitter. Like we've been commenting a lot on pixel artists that we enjoy and, and other game developers that we've been enjoying. So uh, feel free to share your work with us. If that's like something that like you're just getting started and maybe you know, you just started some pixel art or you just started trying to make some game music or you just started trying to learn to code. Like feel free to share it with us, dude. Like we love to see that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, for real. And we'll probably reply back. Like we <laughs> usually do. So. Yeah. We will reply back. And honestly, like if we can provide any help to anyone, I'm more than happy to like look through somebody's code and see if I can, you know, give any pointers, not saying that I'm, we'll give you a good one but just having another another eye or you know inspiration or whatever like we're happy to help you guys like it we'll also look at it and just say good job if that's all you want yeah, right <laughs> um kind of going going into you know just helping people i guess 
I was pretty excited this week. Um, one of my good friends from my last job, uh, his name's Nathan. I was calling Nibs because his last name's Nibbler. Uh, he, I saw him playing Counter-Strike the other night, and we used to play Counter-Strike like all the time together. And so I was like teasing him uh, on Steam, you know, about playing Counter-Strike and whatever. And he was asking me about what I was doing, and I, you know, talked about coding and everything. And he just got, um, is it Samsung Vive? Is that what that is? Like the, uh, the VR, the VR system? I think it's Samsung. But he got a Vive recently, and so he's really been into uh, VR. And uh, I've yet to, like, go try it at his house or anything, but I'd, I'd like to do that. But he's like, dude, you guys should code, like, some VR game. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything to test with it, but he's like, you should, man. Like, Unity supports it. And I didn't realize Unity does have, like, a VR system. I was like, oh, that yeah, they do. That's cool, man. I was like, well, what's stopping you from doing it? And he's like, well, I just, you know, I don't know code. And uh, he's actually, um, when I was working at the last job I had, he was a system administrator. And guy is good at PowerShell, man. Like, he uses PowerShell a lot to script things and, you know, integrate things with Active Directory and all kinds of stuff. And he just switched to a DevOps role which is kind of like a system administrator for like a more like programming team. He like does uh, when, when the software team like releases uh, an update to the software, he'll make sure that like the, uh, the servers are like handling the load properly and all that kind of stuff. And like oh, nice. everything they, they use AWS um, Amazon's like cloud uh, service and uh, so they use PowerShell predominantly to like link up to their servers and stuff in AWS and like automate all that kind of stuff. And so the guy knows what he's talking about. He knows PowerShell. And I'm like, dude, PowerShell is a .NET like tool. If you know PowerShell, C Sharp is not going to be that hard for you. Like, and if you if you need help, like, and want to learn C Sharp. I got resources for you. <laughs> I'm making a podcast yeah, sure. every week, basically about like developing in C sharp. Um, yeah. And like, I'd be happy <laughs> to like, you know, team viewer in with you and like work with you and whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, I should like, what, what do you got? Like, and I sent him like a bunch of resources and um, he seemed, did you send him the RB Whitaker tutorial? First, first one, dude. I'm like if you hell yeah bro like if you want to start like look at R.B. Whitaker's site like read his book if you want but this this website's free and it's like really good. Um, I forgot to mention to you I did finally buy his book. Which one? Which edition did you get? Third edition. Nice. It was only twenty five bucks yeah. and free shipping so nice. like whatever. Yeah. It was like either twenty dollars or like it was like twenty ninety nine for like first or second edition uh-huh. or twenty five for third and I was like. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I think C sharp seven is like in preview now, or is coming out soon, or something. And so he may talk about C sharp seven. The I read second edition, which is all about C sharp six. Um, yeah. So he might have some good good nuggets in there. But yeah, uh, we'll see. But yeah, so like shout out to my buddy Nibs. Guy is dope. <laughs> uh, he's he's baller status. He's baller bro. status. He's got baller bro. status. Um, that's what we say on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just keep with it, man. Hit us up if you need any help. Get more active on Twitter. And uh, yeah, man. Good luck. <laughs>
anyways, that's all I wanted to say there. Cool. Well, congratulations, Nibs. Uh, good luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw you, too. Just kidding. <laughs> um, we should all play Counter-Strike sometime. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get our five stack going again. Hell, you're... Bye-bye podcast. Hello, Counter-Strike. Dude. I know. I'm worried if I start playing Counter-Strike again, then I'll just drop everything and, like, not... Nah. I've been playing off and on, dude. I don't know. I mean, you're a lot different than I am, but I've been playing a lot, and it's just fun to, like, do every once in a while, but... Yeah. You know, uh, all... It... But I haven't gotten sucked in, really. All it takes is for me to play one game in Top Frag, dude. Then I'll just be in. Well, don't Top Frag. I know. Then. I'll just... That's easy. I'll just, ke- I'll just team kill. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Um, all right, Rhett. Tell me about the 200-word RPG challenge. Oh, okay, Taylor. I will. Good segue there. Good hard segue. <laughs> Steering us away from talking about Counter-Strike. Um, so, yeah, I saw this thing about uh, on Twitter the other day, and somebody was talking about entries into the 200-word RPG challenge, which is uh, it's a thing on, like, I don't know, that these guys are, like, running on GitHub. And uh, basically, people can submit an RPG, a role-playing game, and they have 200 words to establish like any sort of like narrative and the rules. Um, and you get some very inventive ideas. Now, when I first read this, I I I was like, oh, okay, like this is a video gaming thing. Well, so I looked at it and I started reading some just to get a feel for like what it was, and I realized like. The word RPG is completely open to like interpretation uh, to whatever the people want it to be. There are some people talking about video games, uh, a lot of people talking about rolling dice, uh, and then there was people just basically creating like improv games, like uh, you know, like you would an improv theater, um, which is kind of a type of role playing. And uh, I was blown away by the variations of stuff, um, but. Uh, I read some and there was like dinner party games where like people are like draw roles from like a hat and then like somebody is like the king at this dinner party and other people play all these different roles and then they have to like following the rules of this game that this guy created they have to like convince the king of like some sort of situation by the end of dinner and these people are like establishing a little kingdom by like talking about it together. And like some of the rules say like you have to like mention some city that's in the kingdom or you have to like invent some river that's in the kingdom or some landmark that's in the kingdom. And then you have to convince the king that like you're like you're basically lobbying the king right for like your uh, interests. And that might be like building the roads better or like uh, building more farms or like, I don't know, going to war against these people or maybe your interests lie in not going to war. So you're trying to like keep the peace. I thought that was fucking mind, like mind bogglingly cool. Like what a cool idea. And this guy established it in 200 words. Well, and then there's other ones like, um, I don't know. Let me just click on one. Um, I just want to say that maybe I'll go to random. Uh, random? When you Here's... said it's a dinner party and they draw rolls out of a hat, <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? The... They draw yeah. rolls. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is this? Are they like <laughs> playing with food or like what's the deal here, dude? Uh, that's funny. Oh god, that's great. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I'll just click on one. It's called Wittingstein's Monster from the 2017 entries it says 
Uh, this is stupid. Maybe not. I'll read it anyway. In the secluded Alpine castle, Dr. Wittingstein sought to create a game from gamelessness. He's stitching together parts from other games and infusing them with the spark of game mastering. But in his hubris, Wittingstein lost control of his creation and spent his remaining life repenting, claiming it was madness to think games had an essential nature. That by merely looking, you can see that no common thread. But what if there is his exposition? Here are the rules. You are Dr. Wittingstein, and you're game mastering a role-playing game for some of your friends. Uh, gather your library of role-playing games to serve as the basis of your possibly monstrous creation. Pick one at random and begin explaining how to play based on the text. However, whenever the rules refer to a concept, procedure, or section of rules other than the paragraph you're referencing, you must pick another game at random and find a corresponding concept, section, or etc. From the game... Uh, hmm, never mind. From the game. And then it ends. <laughs> um, I don't know. That wasn't as good of one as I've seen. Uh, there was one about... I don't know. The dinner party was one of my favorite that I've seen. There was one about like time travel, but I can't seem to find it. Uh, I, don't I, re know. Here's I read one about like the a winner of last year. It was like, something to do with stars. I don't know if you read that one. I thought it was pretty cool, but I was a little bit confused by it too. And I didn't realize that they put in the mechanics in the 200 word description. I I just thought it was like you were setting the setting, you know? Right. But it's a cool idea. I think it'd be fun yeah. to kind of... See, I thought you were setting the setting as well, but you're creating a game that you can play. And whether it's with dice or whatever, like they've explained the rules and exposition in 200 words. And uh, I was really inspired to give it a go myself, but I'm kind of intimidated. I've kind of toyed around with some ideas, but it's really hard to think of something from a vacuum like that. Yeah. And well, I, think, I hadn't had any ideas floating around. So I think huh? it'd be good practice for our game jam, dude. Like, I know it's not very specific, but the whole point of like a game jam is that you are, you're put under some kind of constraint basically, and you're supposed to make something right. out of it. So I feel like that'd be good creative practice for us. And my thought is maybe later today or tomorrow. When when was the due date again? The twenty third. Um, yeah, is it the twenty third yeah, so or the twenty fifth or something? It's coming out. It's the twenty third. My thought was we should okay. do this. We should like stream this or just do it as practice yeah. for the game jam and see how it goes, and we okay. can put an entry in. Plus, there's cool prizes, so who cares? Yeah, sounds good to me. So why don't we make a goal of uh, today or something? Um, just doing one. I, I saw okay. you could do multiple entries. Yeah, um, you can do like three or something. But or let's two. try and at least get one. Let's make that a, a goal today. Okay. So that's my two cents. Cool. Yeah, and uh, anybody who's interested, I know that this uh, podcast won't be coming out for a long time, but I did tweet about it, and uh, you guys should definitely take a look because there's some really fascinating things here. And honestly, I might try to implement the dinner party one myself someday, like <laughs> right, uh, because it just sounds like a lot of fun and like just a fun exercise in like debate in general. Because it's like fun to debate when you have like there's nothing really at stake, like you know, yeah. debating with your crazy drunken uncle at Thanksgiving about racism and global warming. Um, <laughs> Well, which can obviously get heated, but yeah. I think it's just a cool, um, constrained environment for testing your game design abilities. I agree, and that's something that I am lacking. I don't, I don't know much about game design. You know, 
I do and I don't. I mean, it's hard. I'm working on a game for a friend right now, and I'm just like having the hardest time like taking these pieces that he's given me to create something playable. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'd be really good practice. I want to learn more about game design because once we get some of the technical skills down, then it's all about game design. You know, then it's then it's about designing a game that's fun to play, that's interesting, has a good storyline that feels right. The mechanics are good. Um, you know, and that's something I feel like that would probably take a lot of finesse to, to get good at, but I, I can see myself, I did check out a book a little while back on, on game design, like reading about the theory behind it. And I think that would be beneficial to do. Um, Might be a good idea. There was a tweet out by Daniel Doan. Um, who was on actually a podcast I listened to not that long ago. It was about, I think you retweeted it actually. There was like um, 10 videos or something, 10 of the best videos about game design. We should find that link and uh, post it in the show notes. Oh I yeah, wanna, here it is right here, all in one place. Yeah, I want to watch those. <clears throat> and I think they might be helpful. Yeah, that's a good people. idea. So uh, Another idea, this is a little off topic, but another idea I had was I think that going forward, Rhett and I should create kind of like a public document with a link or even just a title or something of all of the resources that we are using, our favorites. That's a good idea. I think it'd be cool just to share that. Like even if it's just about our background, like maybe it's like our favorite games or, you know, we thought that this link would be cool like these would be good tests uh or game jams or uh you know here's a good resource for learning c sharp here's a good resource for learning javascript or c plus plus or you know unity or whatever we could uh we could definitely build a page on the website like that'd be easy to do just yeah for sure man just put them all there with links and explanations of each and stuff So I think that would be helpful for people. I mean, I find it'd be helpful for me too because I find myself wondering, you know, like I remember something, I'm like, oh yeah, that thing I wanted to look at. And then I like go back and I'm like, crap, where was it? And I dig through my favorites and I name something random or whatever, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> be helpful for me, but I think if we compile a, you know, gigantic list of all the things we find helpful that other people, you know, even if they just pick and choose, they might find something that'll, help them get better at something. So there's a goal goal for us, I guess. Yeah, sounds good to me. So All right, well, uh dang, man. Epic session of podcasting today. We've hit uh close to 3 hours. hours. Yeah, probably like 2:40 or something. So uh anything you want to part with, right? Or did was there anything I missed? We had a lot of topics today. Yeah, we talked about a lot of random stuff. Um, no, there's nothing I really need to hit on. I think we talked about... We got into a lot of stuff from that Reddit post. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but no, I encourage everybody to... I know that uh, this will come out a lot later, but uh, as of now in Oregon, we're experiencing some of our first beautiful weather. Uh, the sun's shining in through my window right now, so uh, I encourage you guys to... Get out, experience some sunshine. Um, you know, let the uh, 
let the sun feel your artistic uh, and creative passions and go out and create something new. Go out and create something new today. Write a story. Draw a picture. Program uh, a couple lines of code. Um, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. But uh, make something beautiful today. Yeah, if you... Uh... Well, it seems like I've heard that a lot of times when people have creative blocks, one of the best ways to get out of that, or like, you know, a lot of famous writers or whatever, when they feel like that, they'll immerse themselves into nature. So yeah. if it's nice where you live, go for a walk, um, go yeah. for a hike, go sit in a park or something, read a book. Yeah. Read, one of my favorite things to do when it gets nice is to go find like a, you know, like grassy area that has some shade and sit underneath like a tree or something and read. I like doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> I do that too. Uh, I'll find a nice spot, read a book. I'll do some like, or maybe like journal writing or something. Mm-hmm. Um, also like, uh, I like to take my guitar out in the grass and sit in the grass in my front yard or backyard and enjoy some sun, play some guitar. Um, nice. That sounds really good. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, it's getting to the point in the year where I might have to start setting up my hammock. That was another thing I really <laughs> just love laying in my hammock, reading books and stuff outside. Um, and yeah, I don't know. For me, the big thing to my creative, uh, whenever I get a creative block, I, I usually will go for a walk and do the dishes. Like, the dishes <laughs> is a big one for me. Don't know why, but it works. Yeah, so. dude, like the dishes or taking a shower, you just kind of like get inside your own head. And your mind like wanders yeah. a lot. It's a, it's something yeah. where your brain, well, I guess not with the shower, but like with doing the dishes, it's something where you're doing something kind of physical, but it's like not anything you really have to focus that hard on and just like right. moving around and like, you know, that activity, I feel like it yeah. just makes your brain work uh, in a different well, and way. I think a key thing, I, I, I yeah, that's, it's definitely true. Cause a shower usually works for me too. That's a good point. A key thing too is like, a lot of people forget this. It's like, because we live in this age where it's like, we feel so strapped for time. So we're like always trying to, um, punt, like put in as much media and things for us to consume as possible. So it's like, you know, we're driving, we're listening to podcasts, we're listening to audiobooks, we're listening to music. People do that in the shower. They get in the shower and they turn on music, uh, or they go for a walk and they're listening to music or podcasts or audiobooks. And so they're always trying to do something. And I, I challenge you to do this listener. Uh, pick one of those things. If you're, you know, if you're feeling so inclined, go for a walk, but leave the headphones at home. Um, it doesn't have to be a long walk. Go around the block a couple times. Uh, take 10 minutes out of your day and just be alone with your thoughts. And, uh, you'll be amazed what that can do, uh, to get the juices flowing. I mean, all of your best ideas don't happen while you're enjoying somebody else's, um, art, you know, I mean, maybe it does. Uh, but you know, you're not listening to an audiobook and then, creating your masterpiece at the same time you know you're enjoying that audiobook and your brain is doing that you're not doing anything else but if you're alone with your thoughts maybe you have uh you know that stroke of genius or that one beautiful thought that pops into your head that really changes a lot of things or you imagine something that you've never that you wouldn't have if you were listening to music or whatever yeah it Um, goes that kind of goes into our talk about meditation you know like it's all kind of related and and it's funny because the other day I was like talking to Allie. I was like, we should go for a run outside or something. And she's like, well, what about our phones? Like, how are we going to listen to music? I'm like, well, <laughs> we could like just not talk to them. each other, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, 
And so that was another thing on the Headspace app was they had an exercise one, uh, an exercise meditation. And so like you're running and he has you like meditate about your physical movement, like, you know, your feet moving and like the patterns they're making and like all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it really just puts you in a different frame of mind, which is like calming, you know? So, yeah. Also, I could hear you playing with your freaking fidget cube, man. Good work. I know. <laughs> I, uh, I know. I've been doing it the whole episode, and I, I cringe every time I do it because I do it instinctually, and then I look at the I look at the recording, and there's like little ticks where you can hear me. <laughs> Even if I like move it really far away from the microphone, it's still picking it up. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, it's all good, man. But um, all right. Well, but yeah. Fidget cube's great. Go meditate. Go for a walk. Do some dishes. Get that blood flowing and enjoy some nice weather. That's right. So, Rhett, your challenge of the week was to download the Calm app and do a meditation at least once a day, even if it's just a minute. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple challenges for ourselves. One being the 200-word uh, RPG. 200-word. Yeah. Um, I guess this still is kind of included in our week is uh, our game jam. Um, yep compiling a list of resources and favorites <laughs> yeah uh and i don't know what my challenge was so um i never i never gave you one i thought at the beginning that i had a lot of time to think about one and you did but you didn't do it <laughs> um just kidding it doesn't have to be one i mean honestly i could uh it could still be my install fruity loops and play with it no nope I encourage you to still do that, but my challenge to you is to um, immerse yourself in something Japanese this week. Uh, I know that you're probably doing that a lot, but <laughs> I encourage you to uh, check out the Japanese shows on Netflix. Uh, if you haven't done that yet, uh, one of my favorites right now is called uh, Midnight Diner. Um, and that's a lot of fun. It's just a fictional podcast. And it's fun because... I don't know, like there's subtitles and stuff, but you're listening to these people speak Japanese and it feels really good when you start picking out words and stuff like that. And you can see the behaviors of, of how people behave with each other, because even though it's fake, like they're still mimicking how people are in their culture. So, you know, you see how people bowing to each other and how they thank each other, uh, like how they thank a, a cook for the food and and um, nice and uh, how they interact with each other in general. And uh I know you. I don't know. It's interesting. I know you texted me the name of that, but can you say it one more time? Midnight Diner. Oh. Midnight Diner. Midnight Diner colon Tokyo Stories is what it is on Netflix, but you can probably find it from, and it is a Netflix original, so nice. you should have it. Um, and then also, like another one I really like watching is Terrace House. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like Japanese reality TV. Uh, three guys and three girls are like forced to live in this big house together and they get to know each other. And uh, I really enjoy that because that's like real. Like you're seeing these people actually like interact. And I mean, I know it's reality TV is as fake as possible, but um, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, so I encourage you, that's my challenge to immerse yourself in something Japanese, whether it's a show or um, a book of some sort, maybe a game. Uh the show is probably easiest, but uh, as long as it's something where they're speaking Japanese or like talking about the culture, so like a book might be good, um, take your pick. But that's my challenge for cool. you. Cool. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a long day. Um, thank you guys for sticking with us for three episodes of Game Devs Quest. 
Remember to hit us up on Twitter at, at GameDevsQuest. Uh, we're also on Reddit. I think we're just GameDevsQuest. Or you can email us at gdq at airpodcast.com. Uh, yeah, appreciate it, guys. Have a good week. Yeah, thank you. The 13th episode would be an auspicious one. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, so, um, awesome, dude. Thanks uh, Thanks a lot for podcasting. Um, once again, uh, I'm Rhett, if you've forgotten. <laughs> no one's forgotten you're Rhett, man. I, Who are you? I'm Taylor. Thanks for tuning thank in, you. guys. Cue that music. Yeah.